Hi, this is Rich Moran. What's going on, Rich Moran? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. And you've got a great subject here put into the pages of a book that hopefully will help change the course of the way we speak. It, well, it could change the course of humanity, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's so right about that. How did this even come into play? Because this this is one of those words that really gets underneath my skin when people use it. And to see that that you've got a book about it, I'm going, oh, we're on, this, we're on the same page here. <laughs> yeah, well, to me, it's like a fingernail on a blackboard or I mean, it's the it's it's just a really annoying word. So I took it upon myself to be the evangelist for trying to get rid of it because, um, well, there's two reasons why. One is when you say whatever, you're not making a decision. And two is you come across like a slacker. Yeah, I, I go with you 100% on that because there are many times that I'll be having a conversation with my wife and she'll say, do you want to do this? I'll say, I'll do whatever you want. But now after reading this book, it's going to correct the way that I answer the questions because it does show that I, I, don't, I can't make up my own mind. Well, and it shows that you're probably not going to get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, there was a study done at, at Cornell where... Uh, this is what researchers do sometimes is they discovered that in in the in the act of going out to lunch you make about 200 small decisions wow. where to go where to sit whole wheat sourdough lettuce tomato pickles and every time you don't make a, one of those little decisions you're likely to get what you don't want right right so many times, though, I've been accused of being too set in my ways. It's only because when I when I go into a place and I say, this is what I want, this is what I need, and they, uh, there have been people who say, oh, why, because you're that guy on the radio? No, no, it's just what I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, um, some marketers have figured all that out. There's a, there's a restaurant in San Francisco called House of Prime Rib. You don't go there to get fish. <laughs> and they figured out that it, when, you know, they're, they're making decisions for you. You go there to get the prime rib and it's good. I got to tell you another weakness in the in the in the words that we use. It's like when you go to a restaurant and the the waiter or the waitstaff comes up and then people will go, can I have? And we all do it. We all it, it, it's sometimes it's saying the actual word, but it can be rolling your eyes. Yes. Or shrugging your shoulders or giving the middle finger. I mean, it can be whatever can be demonstrated in a lot of ways just besides that word. What brought this word forward? Was it something that we picked up during the lockdown? Because we all became pretty, you know, kind of lazy with the way we speak during that time period. Well, it, it started out way back when with the movie Clueless. Yep. Remember, Alicia Silverstone would uh, make a W with her fingers and what? sort of That's caught on. And everybody thought it was about, you know, Valley Girls, but it's not. But it, it's been here and people use it. But COVID probably made it. Uh, even more pervasive because we were we got a little lazy you know things one of the things i talk about is you know simple questions like should you get dressed up for a zoom call well no you don't have to get dressed up but if you're in your pjs in your bed yeah that's a, that's a whatever moment mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so don't do it that's interesting that you bring that up because one of my questions was going to be is using the word whatever no no different than wearing jeans to work yeah yeah. Well, and it can hurt a team. Yes. It can, you know, anybody who's in that whatever category is going to pull the whole team down.
there I've been approached so many different times with different uh, uh, things that I do with with the podcasting and with the different broadcasting elements and that and people say I'll give you whatever you need they, and so but I have to go into it with a different point of view with after after really bringing this book into my heart because it's like okay what what are you talking about because if, if you say whatever then that means it's wide open for me and I don't believe that's true yeah somebody somebody that I really value their opinion and it's in the book when she hears the word whatever when somebody says whatever to her and she's a very senior manager in a big organization she her response is i don't know what that means tell me what that means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it really puts the whatever person on the spot to sit to identify does it mean i don't care or you make the decision or there, there's thousands of decisions i mean it's a it, it's like the f word you, it, it has a lot of different meanings yeah so um but none of them are very good. When I get into a whatever mood when I'm at the essential job, the first thing that I'll do is I'll grab a broom and I'll start doing the floors. And the reason why I do that is because Marvin Gaye used to do the same thing at Motown. He would grab that broom and start taking care of the palace. <laughs> I haven't. I have not heard that story. But, well, th- that sounds like it's a whatever it takes. I mean, if I want to get a record contract, I'm going to hang around next ne- next to the executives and 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 it's not that's not a whatever shrug that's a i'm gonna do it no matter no matter what and that you know sometimes the the best usage of the word whatever is is in the context of something like you know i I love you very much and i will do whatever it takes to win your to win your emotions that that's that's the good case other than that it's um sort of a "Mm, i don't care in a very weird, comical, but relatable way, is it possible that the businesses that left Silicon Valley were going through a whatever moment? Maybe. Um, I, I, I have found with in, in talking to everybody that I interviewed in the book that the larger the organization, the more likely it is that a whatever attitude is going to pervade mm-hmm. because people feel helpless. I mean, if you're working at a company with, you know, 300,000 people, you know, anything that you do is going to probably not result in anything. Whereas if you work in a company with 50 people, the activities you, you take are going to, to change things. But it, you know, maybe, you know, it could be that, you know, people said, well, this isn't that important, whatever. And then it led to disaster, but you know, the, the time will tell on that. So how do you help heal a relaxed workplace that has been poisoned by whatever? Well, make make decisions my my favorite interview in the book was i interviewed uh michael huerta who used to be the the head of the federal aviation administration and and he talked about he said i can't imagine that word ever being uttered within the faa Mm -hmm. he said imagine if the if the pilot is talking to air traffic control and saying, well, I'm thinking about, you know, runway two or runway 12, whatever, you know, and he said, it's just not imaginable. And the the story that he told that I love is, he said, the FAA has one measure, and that is, did the same number of planes land as took off on any given day? Ooh. And he said, that is, that has nothing to do with ambiguity or not making decisions. It's very clear. 
And he said the, the lack of clarity often leads to a whatever attitude. Yeah. Will there be follow-up books in the way of like one that says, because the, the word trying is one that really gets underneath my skin as well. When people say, I'm trying. Well, then, no, no, you're actually doing something. Trying is, is, is that you can't really do it. Yeah. Well, there, there could be a whole series of books on us. Yes. Uh, uh, on you know th- things like uh, at the end of the day i you know that's another slogan or it is what it is i mean they are all sort of i don't want to say helpless phrases but they definitely don't move the ball forward and i think what i'm trying to do with this book is get people to make decisions so that they'll be more successful and happier i mean it's it may, the worst the regrets we have in our in our lives are the ones are the decisions that we did not make yeah, so I'm trying to get people to make them. Yeah, you're not getting that time back. No, no. So, so what's up next for you? Because I know that this book is out. So, are you going on a speaking engagement? What? How do? How do you press this? Do you? Do you create podcasts? How? How is it that you can just keep pushing this message out there? Yeah, well, I have a website, and I, I am going to do podcasts. I am going. I'm a big guy on on LinkedIn and talking about. You know this this is a whatever moment so don't do that you know make a decision so i'm i'm uh trying to do whatever i can just to get that message out there what and you and you mentioned it in the beginning that the word is like an earworm i mean once you get it in your head yep. it is you you catch yourself using it and you you say you know you want to just you know get rid of it immediately because it's so annoying so if i can put earworms in everybody's ears about don't say that word. I'll I'll have accomplished something. I'll tell you what it's how it's affected my my daily writing in in reading it is the fact that when I when I write and I say whatever in that daily writing I circle the word now because I want it to I want to see how many times I actually use that word. That's great. You're I, I'm trying to cure you. Yeah. I'm, I'm your whatever doctor. <laughs> but you're so right though. It does. It, it it's like having a wall in front of us. You know, it's, it, or like in the movie uh, Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe. We're we're carrying these things with us, like he was carrying those people, and it's getting in the way. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. Well, I'm happy. I'm. Uh, Happy to cure you. There you go. Please come back to this show anytime in the future, Richard. The door is always going to be open for you. And I didn't say whatever in any of that. <laughs> Thanks. It's, it's, it's been great. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? I, you too. Thanks.